I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. to you by site visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk this is internet marketing now before we start today we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with site visibility whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with they'd love to hear from you give them a call plus four four one two seven three seven three three four three three or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact alternatively you can talk to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be happy to help. Now, today, I'm joined by Brian Greenberg. He's founded businesses in e-commerce, marketing, financial services. He's generated over $50 million in revenue from his business, collected over 10,000 reviews and testimonials from customers. He's been named one of the most creative people in financial services and has been called the salesman who doesn't sell and as a multifaceted entrepreneur, he believes in building integrity into everything he does, operating a business for the long term with a strong reputation and a commitment to exceptional customer service. Brian, I think that's one of the longest intros I've ever read out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a bit more about yourself and what you've been doing. Uh, thanks, Andy. Uh, Andy, you know, I, I've actually been in the internet marketing kind of uh, business since 2002. So I've kind of seen you know, the whole, how it all kind of played out with Google and Yahoo and everything. Uh, in the past, I've owned an internet marketing company. And over the last five years, I've kind of spiraled out of that and, and went into my own businesses. Right now, I own primarily an insurance marketing business. It's one of the most competitive uh, niches on the internet. Uh, it's very profitable. And I'm, I'm using all my skills to compete against some really big players in that market. And I've recently wrote a book, and I'm going to be discussing, you know, how I leverage reviews and build an online reputation to stand out among all these kind of real big players that I'm going up against. Fantastic. And that book is the salesman who doesn't sell. We'll talk a little bit more uh, about that. We'll save that one to the end, actually. Um, but I want to talk today about uh, reviews. So people that are reviewing our services. And I know that a lot of people have a bit of a problem or they find it a bit difficult to sort of ask for reviews. I'm not quite sure what methods to use. Yeah, I, you know, I think there's a block for, for most people that have businesses. They, you know, they feel uncomfortable asking reviews. And if they even get reviews, they think of it some sort of type of showing off or bragging. Now, I think one way we've gotten around that 
is that at the end of any sort of process, anything, any service or product you're selling, you simply ask a, a question, are you happy? Are you satisfied? Yeah. It's very important to ask that question. And only after they say, yes, I'm very happy, I'm fully satisfied, that is the time to ask for a review. Now, you don't want to make it difficult on them. As soon as they say, yes, I'm happy, say, wonderful, will you give me a review? Get the commitment from them. And then from there, send them an email. It's very important to get them by email because from email, they can give you that digital review. Mm. Now, what about uh, when you get a review? How do you sort of put a, a value on it? How, do you, how can you sort of tell if it's a, a review worth using? It sounds a bit of an obvious question, mm. but sometimes it can be quite subtle, can't it? It can. You know, uh, one of the things that we do that, that I recommend everybody do is when you first ask for a review, have it be on a platform that you control. All right. You don't want to send somebody out to a third party review platform like Yelp or Google uh, or Facebook or any of these places first. Uh, so what we do is we send them first to our internal review system. We send an email. We use Active Campaign. Active Campaign, we have like there's stars on. As soon as they click on the star, they go to my website and they enter in a review. After they put in the review, and it's five stars. Only then do I send them a follow-up email saying, hey, wonderful, can you leave the same review on a third-party website? Yeah. Now, Andy, you, know, you said, you know, how do I value it? I value uh, a review on my own website at about $100. And every year it's about $25 because those reviews stick. Now, a review on a third-party website like Yelp or Google or the Better Business Bureau or wherever you're going after, I value those at about $250 a piece. Right. And about $50 each additional year because, they again, they stick around. Now, knowing that, you know, it, it's very simple to start bonusing your employees when they get reviews and tie it into, you know, one of the main goals of your company. Now, that's interesting. So why, why do you feel that third-party reviews are, are worth more? I think that when people see the reviews on your own website, they know that, you know, you could not display the bad ones, which is true. All right, Andy, you know, if I get a one star review, I'm not going to display it. You know, I'll, I'll address it. It's it's a great you know way for me to, to head off on happy customers before they go on third party websites. Yeah. The thing about a third party website is you can't get them to take it down. So if they start complaining on a third party website, Let's say Google, for instance, uh, there's no recourse. You know, a lot of people says, well, I'm going to call Google. All right. And, yeah. Or I'm going to I'm going to contact an attorney or a lawyer. Uh, it's a dead end. All right. It's uh, these are opinions. And if you start fighting reviews, you're going to you're inevitably going to lose. You're going to lose a lot of uh, time, money, and it's going to look terrible on these websites and it's going to hurt your business. Mm. So once you've. Uh, managed to sort of get some of these reviews either on your own website or on a third party third party website. Mm -hmm. How do you? What's the best way of sort of leveraging them? How, how do you sort of get sort of reap the benefits from them? Great question. Uh, now, first of all, you you kind of benefit what's called barnacle SEO. Barnacle SEO kind of meaning that. Uh, you're attaching yourself to a larger entity that brings in resources. Yes. So if you get reviews on Yelp or Google Business, I mean, anyone that searches locally is going to see you. And the more reviews you have, it could actually drive a lot of businesses. You know, restaurants, you know, have done studies where, you know, a few five-star reviews can increase business 10%. The second way to leverage it is to put these very visible on your website. 
you know, make a big uh, image, a big seal that goes right to these third-party review websites, and it builds trust and increases the conversion rates. Now, Andy, what we've we've done user uh, testing uh, studies on our own website, and we found that the last thing somebody will do before making a purchase or moving forward is they'll do an internet search, and they'll do an internet search on your company's name followed by reviews or complaints. Now, when they do that, you know, at least for my company, they're going to see all these better business bureau and Google business uh, reviews, and they're going to find all these great things, and that's the tipping point. That's what puts them over, and that's exactly when they actually choose my company. Uh, if they go to my competitors' websites and they do the same thing, they're going to find terrible reviews, and which is good for me. They're yeah. going to see my good reviews, and that's how I compete. Now, I'm just um, trying to um, imagine all of our listeners here, and I, I think I know one burning question that they've got going on in their head at the moment, because you mentioned about complaints then. What do you do? What's the best way to handle a, a negative review? Great question. Uh, you know, people that aren't familiar with building up you know, hundreds of reviews, their instant reaction to a negative review is to react in a defensive manner, yeah, right? yeah. Hey, I, it's not true. I, I I did everything for you. You have no right to saying such a thing. The this is the absolute wrong thing to do. You do not want this conversation going on on a third party website. the The way to win is to get them to remove the review. All right, yeah. and to do that, you actually kind of actually have to play the victim a little bit. Now, the first thing you do when you get a negative review is whether you're right or wrong, be willing to take a loss. In my company, I'm willing to take up to a five hundred dollar loss. Right off the bat, my employees don't even have to talk to me uh, in order to make a customer happy. One of the reasons, Andy, is we discussed you know, the value of a positive review. The, the cost of a negative review could be tens of thousands of dollars. I've seen companies have to close their businesses, have to restart with new names, uh, hire reputation companies that just charge an absorbent amount of money that really can't do anything. They can't remove the reviews. Mm. So – Fix the problem right away. Give them a refund, uh, and then ask them to remove it. All right, that's the best thing. And I've been knock on wood. I've been very successful in that. Yeah. If by chance you got a customer that just will not remove the review, uh, do everything you can to respond to it on that third-party websites. You know, apologize. Let people know that you refunded that customer, that you since fixed that problem, and it won't happen again. Now. Usually, uh, when people are looking at uh, the reviews on a company, they'll look at the one-star reviews first. Now, they do that for a very specific reason, to see how the company responded. If the company doesn't respond, they're not going to think they have resource and resources to, to uh, address a concern, and that the company isn't really accountable. So as long as they see that the company responded and fixed something, that's what they want to see. So th that's kind of how people say that you can turn a negative review into a positive. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to change gears slightly now because I'm I'm quite interested in how uh, you got started. I, I do want to talk about the book, but I'm going to save that till the end. How did you get mm -hmm. started in this? You know, uh, about 15 years ago, I, I started as an insurance salesman. It's one of the first jobs I, I had out of the university. You know, it was they taught us when we're selling life insurance that it always has to be sold, right? Nobody really goes out looking for life insurance. You have to convince them and scare them and and all these things. And I, I never liked it, right? It was, it was, nobody really wants to be a pushy salesperson or selling a product that nobody is really searching for. But what I did find, Andy, 
is that certain people actually do look to buy insurance. There's certain trigger points. You know, I had a couple customers that someone in their in their you know close family passed away, and I talked to them you know a year before, and boom, they just contact me and they're ready to buy, and it was the easiest sale I had. Yeah. So I decided, look, I'm going to try to find those people. And the best way for me to do that was to take that insurance business online. So I served the entire United States. Uh, I show up in Google search. And when people are looking for life insurance, they find my website. So I get the chance to, to sell in a very transparent and honest and ethical way. I get to be the guy in the insurance industry that wears the white hat. It's a, it's a real profitable business. It's a way for me to leverage my skills and you know, it's a long-term uh, game too. The, the more honest and ethical and transparent, the, the better online reputation you build, the better long-term success you're going to have. Like if I stop doing any sort of marketing, I'll continue to have a successful business for a few years just from the work that I've, that I've already put in. So if you had um, one or two top takeaways for our audience today, Brian, on the subjects of reviews and getting reviews and using reviews. What do you think the two or three main things I should be thinking about? First of all, you know, know when to ask for a review. Make sure that you tie into your business that you ask customers if they are happy. All right. And that's the time to ask for reviews. Uh, please, you know, put, a, you know, it, it's hard to measure the effect of a review. So please put a monetary value on it, you know, so, so then, you know, look, I can, I, I bonus my employees for the reviews they get and it served me very well. The second is leverage those reviews. When you get the reviews, put it all over your website, put on every page of your website, especially the checkout pages and don't underestimate the power of the reviews. You know, companies like Amazon have, you know, kind of built this incredible, uh, search engine almost for people that go on looking for reviews. The same with TripAdvisor and Yelp. People, you know, are swayed by these reviews. Yeah. You know, in the past, you may have a friend that says, hey, try out this, uh, you know, this uh, Asian restaurant. And you say, oh, great. But then you go on to Yelp and you look it up and you see 10 negative reviews saying, oh, it's terrible. You know, I got sick. Well, you you know, who are you going to believe? Yeah. And overwhelmingly, people are, re are believing online reviews. So they are extremely powerful. So I encourage everybody to get started with that. Start building your online reputation because it serves you for a very long time for your business. I really like the way that you put monetary values on these reviews, Brian. How, how did you work those out? Uh, as far as conversion rates, right? So, yeah. you know, I, I know the more reviews I get, uh, the higher the conversion rate I get. And, you know, look, we, we, we kind of we use Hotjar on our website. So we see how many people are actually going to those review sites when we put them on our website. And we, we actually can measure the increase in conversion rate. And the increase in conversion rate isn't just a one time. You know, it builds up over the year, over the next year and the next year after that. Yeah. So it's looking at it that way. It's it's not too hard to put in a monetary value. Well, Brian, thanks so much for coming on the show. Tell us um, how we can find out more about you and also tell us a little about the book. Well, the book is called you know, The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell, uh, you know, cause, because I kind of do a very low pressure informational type of selling yeah. and a marketing guide to selling while you sleep. And I'd like to offer all your listeners a free audio version of the book. They can get that on my website, brianjgreenberg.com slash im. That's very and kind. that's Thank just you. for your listeners, Andy. Thank you very much. That's fantastic. They could also see my insurance website at trueblueLifeInsurance.com. 
And uh, I, you know, I just hope to give value to people. I didn't necessarily write the book to make money on sales. I actually wanted to give away as much useful information I possibly could to other entrepreneurs. Fantastic. And just to clarify those spellings, so your website is Brian J. That's just the letter J, isn't it? So brianjgreenberg.com. That's correct. Um, My middle name is J. Yeah. And then you've got a LinkedIn profile, haven't you? Is that Brian J-A-Y? Greenberg spelled out. It is. Yeah. yeah. And my LinkedIn, I spelled out my, my middle name. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for coming on, Brian. Um, thanks for our listeners. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. That would be great. Um, any suggestions or questions to podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk you can tweet at sitevisibility we have a site visibility group on linkedin that's all from me andy and it's all from brian thank you for having me andy thank you brian and we'll see you next time on internet marketing deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.